0: welcome back to another episode of let's be real podcast um tonight it's been a good night honestly i can't ask any more from the team than that kind of a performance in that kind of a hostile atmosphere we have been accustomed to el Sada being extremely extremely hostile um over the course of the last four five years or so they they, they are not a team to be taken lightly you know let's let's Put it that way, um, Osasuna is not uh, is not a pushover by any means. Um, comfortably top half of the table, you know, mid table team almost every year. You know, like have one of the best academies in all of Spain. Probably the only ones who, who can talk to them about academies are like probably maybe Bilbao uh, or Sociedad. So it's Osasuna is a is a is a bogey team for us. I mean, you know, like, um. If we didn't play our cards right in the second half, like it could have been a case of same old, same old. You know, like when we travel, especially to to the northern part of Spain, it has been a constant theme where we drop points um, throughout throughout the season, uh, especially. But our boys saw it through, man. Like I'm ecstatic. Talk to me, Doris. How how have you been feeling?
1: Uh, obviously, good. We finally. Uh... Uh, kept consecutive clean sheets. Uh, that is something new to us uh, this season, I guess. But yeah, uh, it was an exciting game, uh, even though it was really, really rough. And uh, I feel like we wasted a lot of energy for you know the huge game that we have, uh, you know, in just a couple of days. Uh, but yeah, to know when. Of course, I'm happy.
0: Especially considering, like like you just said, it's it's Anfield in a couple of days. We had to get the result right. Like the performances, I wasn't exactly uh, you know uh, bothered about it because performances from February until late February, exactly maybe March until May, performances don't count. Yes. Um, while we um while we suffer a loss probably a good performance can kind of lift the mood but um days like this performances don't really matter it's the results and if we lost any more ground on barcelona um in the league it, it would have been basically game over i personally think it is kind of over but you know this kind of reinstills that there is still a long way to go um I have to pick up Carlo, man before we get into the team, like I honestly thought um, the first half was, well, there is a clear blueprint, uh, uh, you know, to play against us, you know, where teams kind of sit deep, frustrate us, try to actually kind of get into our heads, you know, Um, like Vinny held his own until late, like 45th minute or or so, you know, like, um, so I was kinda concerned the the second half would be at a repetition of, of that theme where, you know, like these guys are trying to wind us up. But uh, he made some neat tactical changes which we'll get into, uh, which kinda made us play better, to be honest. Because in the first half, apart from maybe like a couple of chances, like Rodrigo man had a very honorary game. Like yes, he had some bright sparks. But he couldn't just link up well with Mitni or or with Fede who was nowhere, you know, near his uh, right wing spot, um, like for large parts, you know, like he was covering for Nacho who couldn't basically get the ball out. So, uh, yeah, man, big up Carlo, big up Carlo for actually tweaking a few things here and there to actually, uh, you know, like get us out of like a little rut, which will be better in the the first half. But um, let's let's start with the goalkeeper Thibaut. I don't think there is much to say about him. Um, there was one parry, um, I think it was in the first half, which I thought was a, a, a shot that he could have probably caught. But apart from that, uh, Thibaut as as usual solid.
1: Uh, yeah, very solid performance. Uh, I remember he made two consecutive uh very good saves uh i i think for one of the for the second one uh the player was already offside or or something but uh yeah still very good saves uh all in all uh a clean sheet so you know that that's like scoring a goal for a, a striker yeah
0: Thibault, you know, more than, more than often, we can, we can really depend on uh, his composure in, in games like this, you know, when, when everybody is against us. But, um, yeah, quickly moving on to the defensemen, uh, Nacho, Rudiger, Alaba and uh, Militao uh, started tonight. And Alaba down the left uh, left flank, like, I'm not a huge fan, I'll be honest. Yes, in the second half he kind of improved, but your your take on Alaba, man? Like, is he is he actually going to displace Mendy when he comes back? That's the real question.
1: Yeah, it really depends on Mendy, and so far this season, I mean, I feel like Mendy is very protected uh, among mm-hmm. amongst the fans, and uh, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to criticize him without you know been called a clown or something but yeah uh, uh, you think that
0: I think the opposite I think nobody gives a f- I don't want to I don't want to swear
1: <laughs> I don't agree with that like, uh, uh, I Does see a can... lot of people uh, de- defending him all the time really I think
0: the opposite okay fair, uh, fair, fair.
1: yeah uh, mostly saying uh, things like he's been a rock uh, and stuff like that Uh cliche Things, uh, but yeah, I don't think. Isn't uh, exactly
0: clear, Doris. He's... Wake up! He has been a rock. He has been
1: a rock. No, no, he has, he has. But uh, if we're gonna, you know, compare his performance, you know, uh, with the best performances that we had uh, from our fullbacks, you know, amongst the years, I wouldn't put him, you know. As as one of the best, I don't think anyone would, you know. And uh, he's a different
0: different kind of a fullback. Yeah,
1: definitely, he's uh, much more defensive. And sometimes, you know, we or uh, yeah, sometimes we whine about you know his uh, offensive abilities and you know being able to provide consistent crosses as uh, some you know well known. Fullbacks, but I guess it's not happening. And then we have Alaba. Like uh, tonight, uh, he wasn't really uh, that great at crosses. And we always say how good he is in the offense. That
0: one cross in the first half. Oh my god! Like I don't know what he was expecting. It it is the conundrum, you know. Like when Benzema misses again, like Mm -hmm. people just is kind of zoned into, you know, like maybe finding a focal point, which he did. Yeah.
1: Uh, But yeah, uh, he he's he uh, stayed in their half most of the game which was you know it, it was nice to have an extra player there and uh, at some points he did create chances uh, it was sad you know that nothing happened from them and uh, at some points you know he even misplaced uh, a few crosses or or they got you know bounced off or something and uh, he was angry with himself i i i saw him uh slapping the Around, uh, yeah, I did
0: that well. um, Like, I agree with you um, in, in, in certain aspects where, yes, like he was kind of bombing forward. He was trying to kind of act as an outlet. But um, I didn't think he was effective at all until probably when Sabayos went off. Because that particular triangle between Sabayos, uh, Vini, and Alaba didn't work. Didn't work. Um, after so many consecutive weeks where we thought Sepayos was good, I wasn't particularly impressed tonight, but... No, um... oh, no, no,
1: me neither. I'm just saying uh, uh, about the contrast, you know, from, like, what we ask of our players, you know. Like, uh, we always say how great it is from Mendy that he defends so much and uh, he's not the you, you know, great uh, in... Offense, and it's the opposite with uh, Alaba. Uh, not, uh, not to say that he's bad in defense. Um, the way we play, the way we
0: play, it's perfectly set up for a guy like Mendy.
1: Yeah. And it,
0: it, it really gets to see how Alaba is gonna put up with Salah on on Tuesday. Mm. Um, Salah, is not the old Salah, but especially in India,
1: uh, how much he likes to go forward, and uh, yeah, it it is gonna be very difficult. For him, and I'm pretty sure he he's gonna have a couple moments when he's gonna need to decide if he's gonna uh, you know do his thing in the offense or just stay back and you know be a rock. You know.
0: And the funny thing is, and the funny thing is, when Alaba bombs forward, the guy who's supposed to protect him is Rudiger. Funnily enough, again, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not impressed by him at all, man. Like. Yes, he has some redeeming qualities. Yes, you can see uh, sparks of a brilliant defender somewhere there. But talk to me about Rudy Gamel. Uh, yeah. Were you were you confident that he was going to be better than, than recent weeks tonight? Or were you expecting the same? Because I was ex- expecting the same and it, it definitely happened.
1: I don't know. I'm very I'm much always hopeful, you know, with most of our... Players, I, I'm pretty. I'm always an optimistic person, even uh, if I don't always look like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I I hope that you know he gets better. Uh, and uh, yeah, tonight with our whole defense and the way we played, I wasn't sure if Osasuna was gonna you know score a goal, and uh, it didn't feel that uh, you know. Uh, certain you know that uh, we're safe in the defense you know and uh, Mm -hmm. we had uh, Nacho Militao Rudiger and Alaba like all of them are like defenders like our best defenders and uh, we were rocky man we were rocky and it's not just Rudiger or Alaba or Militao or Nacho it's just the way it is like we were pretty rocky and uh, we still kept a clean sheet. It was, which was good. And uh, most of, uh, most of the, uh, how do you say that? Uh, most of yeah. that goes to Osasuna for missing the chances. Uh, they they, yes. they Osasuna, had a couple um, of those. And,
0: yeah. Had some very good guilted chances, which uh, you know your your fellow countryman. Uh, probably he would have he would have been offside, but Moody totally did oh. was a Awesome At one player. point,
1: he uh, uh, he got the ball, uh, gave it to uh, another player, and started running to our box and just slammed into his own player. It was so funny. Dude. He sometimes, <laughs> okay, like, uh, Budenberg is, like, all over the place. Like, he he's a really strange player. Like, he, he is a really good uh, forward or striker sometimes, but sometimes something happens to him where you know he just stops working and just you know does mm-hmm. r- robot things i guess uh, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> how else to call it
0: well uh budima budima is is an old old fashioned forward like you you can't expect him to do what modern uh strikers usually do but he he still is a very handy handy you know uh, player to deal with, um, you know, for for um, opposition defenses and and yeah, man, he created just his presence created so many so many problems. But um, Ashik in the comments says um, another win to keep our unbeaten run uh, continuing. Matches that we haven't lost. Um, Rudiger made a massive flub and gave the ball away yet again. Yes, um, there was a couple of moments where Rudiger was was completely caught at sea, and then there was a moment where. Rudiger kind of uh, was, I think, trying to defend Moiri Gomez. You know, that 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 uh, very uh, vicious shot which uh, struck the post around like the 16-minute mil- mark. Um, Rudiger, for me, his biggest flaw is his body position when he's trying to uh, hassle players into, you know, like forcing how do you put it? Forcing the opposition attackers into making a mistake, you know, like when when a defender is, is kind of anticipating the uh, the attacker to make a move, you you kind of wait for there is a there is a particular stance which we all have made even in even uh, when we play FIFA. League, we we kind of have to make sure our body position is is perfect because if our body position is not perfect, like. Um, we tend to be caught in two man's land uh, while while defending an attacker and that's, I think, from a layman's eyes, that's what I think is what makes Rüdiger very, very honorary because he has the athleticism, you know, he has the height, he has the intimidation factor, like he is a big man, like nobody wants to mess with Rüdiger, you know, but I don't know, man, like, probably he'll grow into it. That's what I've been saying, you know, all throughout the season. I hope he does. You know, we need him. Because um, definitely from now until the end of the season, like, there will be plenty of rotation. And uh, beginning of the season, I never expected Rudiger to have such an integral role. Um, but now, looking back, I think, you know, probably this was something he didn't he didn't expect himself. Um but he has to really, really take these chances, because you know, um, Rudiger. If we had a chance to, kind of, not include him in the lineup at the moment, maybe we would have, you know, like given him some some time out. But yeah, man, I'm 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 keeping my fingers crossed. We know there is a player in there. You know, we hope we get to see him before you know the end of the season. Um, but yeah, man, Militao. I think you know we rarely speak about tau which is, which is purely because of how good he is. You know, like when a player is really, really uh, a level above his competition, his peers, it's it just it just goes to show. Like people are easily um, wound up by you know shortcomings or, or uh, poor performances, but when a player is actually playing out of his skin, like you can't really say much about Militao, rather than he's just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, uh, for being, you know, 24, you always have to mention that. Uh, Militao, you know, he will only get better, and uh, right now, you know, uh, he has a big challenge in front of him, you know, uh, keeping up, uh, you know, with matches uh not being injured uh you know sometimes he uh comes off in our games which is you know uh not what we want and uh, yeah it happens uh, uh but yeah uh for the next couple of games we're gonna need him a lot uh and uh, today's game he was good you know and uh, for our entire defense as i said it was rocky and we could have done better but uh, individually i would say that you know he had a, a pretty good game you know and uh yeah he he uh, he made i think two uh crosses to Vinny, which were you know like uh, spot on perfect for him uh, his, his diagonals are, are very in, underrated like, really it good really one, good really good yeah good uh, uh, and that is something we need to, you know, keep our eye on. Um, it is, uh, it is something what, that we could really utilize, you know. And Vinicius mm. is pretty good at receiving those kinds of balls. He uh, he is known to have a pretty good uh, first touch, and uh, he showed that today. And uh, even even with uh, with the chance that he had, uh, with uh, uh, I think it was in the first half he had a really good first touch and then the second one you know let him down we'll get to
0: winning we we'll get to winning um, he, yeah. he is
1: but those a arising player those mm-hmm. are uh, those kind of you know balls that we love from Militao and I hope that it we see he
0: uh, his those. eye for you know the right position uh, in, in crucial situations like his his dribbling ability he almost doesn't look like doesn't look like a defender at times because of how how neat he is you know in tight spaces militao is very very good very very good like i i can't believe that we moved in 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 such a direction where we kind of integrated uh him into our into our team like good two three four years ago you know when you know people like ramos was still around it got to show it got to really show you know like if probably a guy like Militao, young, coming in to, to the biggest club in the world. If he didn't have the right personnel around him, like he would have ended up like you know any other defender who who just didn't fulfill his potential. But at this moment in time, apart from Barroso, I I can't think of a defender better than Militao. It, it is just them two at the top. Um uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh,
1: and I mean he had or has really big job uh uh on him you know uh replacing uh ramos and Laran. like come on like uh after so many years of domination you know i would say uh having him play almost every game you know he he, he when he's healthy he he starts you know and uh for being 24 and you know replacing those guys like that is a uh, you know a big a, a big job you know and uh, so, yeah. far, okay. so far like we have to praise him how well he is doing you know and uh, his age is only proven how how class he he will be uh you know in uh in the years to come but i'm always Worried with him with his injuries, you know like uh, he seems to be like very injury prone and you know not really
0: I think it's the consequence of him having to start every game, basically he is the most important defender like mm. um for a for a for a club that actually is in so many competitions. it is kind of difficult honestly like like someone said it the other day i I read it uh, somewhere on on twitter i think um Someone said, you know, life of a professional footballer is like being in the washing machine. I I forgot who said that. Was it Rashford? Yeah, I, I forgot remember. that. Yeah, but I
1: someone
0: saw that. Did say that. that. Yeah. 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 So you you get the depth, right? So it's not at all easy. And um, if I remember correctly, Militao also had to go some personal issues in his life. Uh, being so young, you know, uh, it is not. It wasn't great circumstances. The the spotlight was definitely on him last year. And how he came out the other end, you know, like, truly, truly commendable, truly commendable. But um, let's read some comments. Ashik P., uh in the comment section, he says, uh, But I'm looking forward to you guys covering A-Rod today. Or Al-Rod, yeah. Alvaro Rodriguez, uh, for sure, you know, we're going to touch up on him. Uh, brilliant cameo. Tas Aliba says, uh, but that's normal for defenders if they play good it's all fine uh, uh make one mistake and they are ready to kill you yeah that that comes with the territory i guess but um defenders defenders you know like they they they're not usually you know the guys um who are not let off easily i i totally feel you um ashik also says uh root seems to make a lot of mistakes consistently yes he does um we have been kind of been tired of you know actually kind of discussing Rüdiger's mistakes so often, but I guess it is his first year, you know. Um, Alaba kind of integrating into the team last season was was just magic. Like, probably Alaba and Rüdiger are different calibre of, of, of players, let's be honest. I guess that is the main thing. Rüdiger is a good defender. Alaba is a seasoned defender or a seasoned player like he might not be the best defender uh, in the world but alaba has so much more to his arsenal you know than than a guy like rudiger probably that's that's the reason um let's see let's see how he kind of navigates these last uh, two three months uh, you know and and uh, let's see how it goes to be honest but yeah uh talking about nacho Doris, i i, I didn't think nacho had a good game so many weak clearances basically you know like Fede had to kind of you know like hold his hand uh, down the right flank for large parts tonight Um, your thoughts on Nacho Rodriguez
1: captain Uh, for yeah Um, Nacho like you uh, this is what we're talking about you know when we compare playing nacho and uh, Danny Um, you know we always miss him in the offense and when he goes in the offense it's usually to be on the uh, other end of a cross instead of crossing you know uh, and sometimes sometimes it happens that he makes a good run into the midfield uh, and those are nice but yeah tonight I wouldn't say that he he uh, had a uh, a brilliant game, but he uh, does have those, you know, and uh, I wouldn't, you know, be concerned about him. Like uh, he is still, I think, like w- one of our most valuable players, and it happens, like, uh, not. You're uh, right you know, because I don't s- Nacho, uh, no, no, yeah, uh, I don't think uh, like uh, any player had uh, an like an incredible game or, or, or at least our starters you know and uh yeah like i wouldn't blame him for anything uh, today but i would uh, you know say you know like uh, that him missing in the offense you know made us uh, play all all of our attacks on the left side and uh, uh that is gonna cost us one day and sometimes it does because we saw uh, what happened to Vinicius but yeah we will get to that
0: our our right hand side is a crutch we have said that all 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 along even last season our right hand side is basically a facilitator for our left hand side to work i mean i think that is the trade-off of uh, actually getting these group of players to be effective because we don't have the funds of say a city or, or or a PSG. PSG might not be the best example, but City, yeah, City is the best uh, best example in my opinion. Because they have the funds to constantly turn over players to get it just right, you know. But for us, we have to kind of make with what we can attract in the market and actually, you know, uh, afford in the market. So um right-hand side has always been an issue and at least for nacho tonight he's not uh a natural naturally right-handed player like he can be a left back and he can be a very good one at it uh, like like we saw in the champions league last season um but playing right back it, it it's not gonna work Let, let's be let's be honest like um there have been games even the, uh even during the phase you know after the world cup where when Nacho is deployed at centre-back, he's more often a seven. I, I've never seen Nacho being a six when he's playing in a position that is ideal for him. But right-back, no. Um, I don't think it, it, it gives him any leeway for, for any um, any errors or even make some brave decisions to bomb forward. Um, Nacho tonight, more often than not, had to kind of tuck in. I don't know why he tucked in. Probably, yes, I remember why he tucked in. You know, the, the full-back behind uh, uh, Eze, I mean, not Eze, uh, the the guy from Basa, I forgot his name. But, um, yeah, the wing-back behind uh, Eze, um, Ezu or Eze, I forgot, uh, the Basa, Basa youth product, like, the wing-back behind him was giving... Giving us plenty of problems, so Nacho had to really tuck in to kind of um, protect, you know, um, uh, protect protect the backline and kind of make it tight. But it, it it goes to show that you know, like we are very very dry on wing backs, and that has to be uh, the focus of our marketing uh, market strategy in the, in the summer because without wing backs, the way we play, the way we set up you know, the flat four four three three doesn't work. We need overlaps, we need underlaps, we need energy more than more than more than ever because um we don't have a national right winger, you know, as of now. So that also adds to the whole problem. So I'm not gonna rain too much uh rain in too much on, on Nacho. Um he had to do a job, he did a job, he came off, you know, end of story. No. But Yeah, um Let's let's move into the midfield man. Uh who should I start with? The guy who came off first, Ceballos.
1: Um yeah, uh Sebayo's, you know, he started really well like in uh like this uh, second half of the season. And uh, I wouldn't say that he was bad or anything like uh, for any players tonight. Uh,
0: i mean for me at least the passenger like he wasn't effective
1: yeah exactly yeah that's pretty much how would uh how i would describe it um uh, there wasn't really that much to see from him like like i said uh, he he started really well this uh, uh second half of the season and uh, we started to expect uh, something brilliant from from him every single game but uh, yeah nothing to really point out from uh Ceballos.
0: Yeah. Sabios, this is a thing, you know, like pe- people used to actually call me harsh when I used to say Sabios is a very good player. Yes, he had he hadn't peaked at better yet, you know, like um especially the, the first few seasons was, was was kind of difficult for him. He went out on loan. We saw glimpses of his of his uh, title at Arsenal as well. But for me, Ceballos is a very, very valuable squad option. Definitely when we need to kind of rotate our midfield uh or to actually affect the game from the bench, we need a guy like Sabayos and his his skill set is very, very, very good, you know. Um he, he's he's not the guy to rush a pass, you know, especially in a game of tight margins. Probably off the bench, he he can make a difference, you know, like and we need him. And and like I've I've seen reports stating that yes, he'll be given uh, a new contract but there wouldn't be an increase in his wages or you know um, or uh, or a guaranteed starting spot which I totally understand because unlike uh, the hyper bowl that we fans go through uh, the board and and, uh, and Paris they know what they're dealing with like a guy like Ceballos is definitely uh, suited for us but probably not as a starter but you know like you, we have seen especially last season where guys who are not starters can really really go a long way uh you know in, in, in kind of seeing out games you know? like, it, it it is not a new thing so zeballos knows his role and i hope he's patient yeah. i know it's frustrating it it, it, it is not um, a good thing to you know constantly warm the bench but um i hope he kind of em- embraces this 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 uh welcome new chapter in his life um, at the club, man. And tonight, for me, wasn't exactly, wasn't exactly the guy who was orchestrating things, you know, like he tried his best, but like I said earlier, the the triangle between um, Alaba, Ceballos and Vinny wasn't good, wasn't good. And when that doesn't work, honestly, it it ends up in something like we we saw for the first 60 minutes where, you know, we just lacked that cutting edge, you know? Um, but yeah, man, uh, his his um, his partner Luka Modric, who had like two different roles to play during the game. Um, for me, uh, another passenger until Car- Carlo kinda tweaked uh, his his uh, his midfield setup. You know where whereby he bought on Asensio, moved Fede uh, and Kamavinga into a double pivot, and basically asked Luka Modric to roam roam free and play play as a play as a 10 um, which ended up in the first goal yeah and your thoughts on luka modric uh
1: yeah uh, like m- most of our other players there wasn't much to see from him but uh, it happens very rarely that he has a, a bad game and to- today just wasn't one of those days he he wasn't brilliant like he always is, you know. But uh, yeah, he uh, he did get fouled quite a lot, uh, especially in the second half. And, uh, and even Moody
0: quite a hack. Remember what? Even Boudini tried to hack, hack
1: him down, like, I think. Yeah, I yeah, at one point, and uh, he tried to argue that, you know, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was funny, but uh, he uh, he did get fouled quite a lot in the second half, uh, but uh, for his game in general, uh, he was pretty good, uh, but, like I said, nothing special from our midfield today, and, uh, uh, like, all in all uh like our defense and midfield like with every other team in football uh is connected you know and today it just you know it was difficult uh, some sometimes to uh get uh passes out uh, uh wasn't sometimes uh, where he w- where he was supposed to be and uh, Modric had to cover a lot of ground in the midfield to- today but uh, we're going to talk about Kamavinga then um yeah Kamavinga, uh he didn't get a yellow which was you know uh, something no to was the best of the lot yeah he didn't get a yellow which is instantly uh, a great game from him because almost every game uh, what separates him from having uh, a really good game is mostly the yellow card at least for me you know because most of the game uh, like most of the games he is really good but uh, he gets the yellow and you know it just uh, brings down his his performance and the teams uh, Performance and uh, when he plays like like this and uh, and is safe, he uh, he almost got a serious injury. I'm so glad he is okay. He he really scared me there. Uh, that was yeah. a really tough challenge. Like tough with uh, a. Yeah, with the bottom, bottom of your bottom, boot, bottom. damn! Like uh, that is a. That, that, that,
0: that should be a red. That should be a red. You know, yeah, honestly. I was thinking
1: like they they might actually check it, but uh, I guess not. Nothing happened. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, I mean the, the player did get yellow, but uh, for for me it should have been uh, VR, red. But uh, yeah, like it, he was so lucky not to break his leg there, and. Uh, It wasn't a good uh, play by either of them. Like, both of them were uh, uh, playing a a very risky play there. You know, both of them knew they were going to get, you know, smashed. And, uh, yeah, uh, what happened, happened. Uh, We could have gotten a a red card from Osasuna in the first couple of minutes. But, yeah. Kamavinga, all in all, had a really good game. What do you think?
0: Very, very... Encouraging from Kamalika. Honestly, um, he was a guy who was reportedly being frustrated, and, and you know, quote unquote, probably you know, it, it might be taken out of context. But I remember reading stuff like, "I don't want to be uh, a, a bench option forever," which is very honest in his in his in his um, um, in his thoughts on on his on his situation at, at the club. But and he probably
1: uh, won't be. Like he yeah, actually like like he, I just think he won't be honest. He won't be. He he will uh, start for us very soon. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure. And uh, even getting like forty percent of the games right now would like starting would be uh, really good for him. I mean, uh, you can look at like Pedri and Gavi. <laughs> like uh, they are like very young just as he is, you know, and uh, uh, they play consistently uh, for Barca and uh, I'm I'm sure that Camavinga looks at them and, you know, thinks, why can't this be uh, be me, you know, I think I'm good enough for that and as long as he thinks that...
0: Let me cut you right there because Barcelona and the Europa League
1: club, that's what I... Okay, <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah, uh, but you know what I'm saying. You know, uh, there are many other very young players like he is, and uh, yeah, for bigger to the, start, it
0: is... yeah. It is just the people in front of him. You know, it's it's difficult yeah. at this moment in time. Yeah, and... but you, you can all see that. Modric, especially after the World Cup, you know, like when he doesn't have the same juice, he he's not the same player mm. if he's a little fatigued. You know, like everything Modric does. Depends on how sharp he is, honestly. You know? yeah, um, uh
1: but still, I wouldn't say like uh, like his perf- performances are still really good. It's just that they're not, you know, magical like we used to. And uh, uh, sometimes, but uh, it takes a lot for him to 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 have a bad game. And uh, even after the World Cup, I, I wouldn't say that uh, he ever played really badly. You know.
0: It's just we it have been about know, performances, but yeah, I wouldn't call performance bad. But yeah, we hold him to such high standards. You yeah, got
1: exactly. Remember. Yeah, exactly. He has really high standards, and I mean, age is age is catching up with him. Uh, I mean, he's gonna be twenty years old uh, soon. So yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, but it is the truth, and. Uh, we can already see, at least for Kamal Binga, you know, like uh, he will get his time, Many many will come back, you know, and he won't uh, have to play there, and uh, the yeah, uh, for Kamal Binga, we saw him play in multiple positions this season, and uh, uh, he is that kind of player that will uh, always get Game time because we always seem to have players, you know, missing. And and, and,
0: uh... and and the one thing that I have to add is that he is an absolute warrior, you know, like the, the amount of times that he has been, you know, like hacked down, especially tonight, and he got up every single time and was like, "Let's go again." You know, that's that's the kind of mentality I need, you know, at at, at my club. Kamawinka looks so matured, honestly, so so matured uh, for his age and yeah man i hope Farouk is listening honestly because he didn't have good things to say uh when he actually you know came came to the club uh uh like couple years ago but yeah like if you if you have if you would have told me um favorites to start at anfield maybe somewhere in december when when that draw was was made uh if i'm not mistaken if you told me the contenders for starting in our midfield away and field was Kamavinga and Ceballos i would be like are you insane you know straight up <laughs> but that's where we are at you know like in in, in, in like end of and i'm Saturday. so
1: happy that it is that way uh like it is so good because uh, we still have cross there and uh, i mean having tony there uh, alongside Ceballos that is really good right now and uh you know Valverde being finally uh being back uh, to his old self you know still having look at the many will come back come on Vingas is there like we are stacked there and uh, I'm I'm feeling really good about our midfield but uh, what what he what keeps happening is that we never know like who's going to play on our midfield and we're, it, it's very un Predictable, I guess, uh, uh, for our midfield there. And uh, I don't think, uh, in that sense, it's good for the players, you know, to never know if they're going to play. But uh, all in all, it is good that we have so many, so many quality players, and our bench is pretty much good in the midfield.
0: This is kind of a transition season, especially in the, in the midfield aspect, because we were already in a in a, in a in a in an in an abrupt transition because uh, of Casemiro leaving, and we never know what's going to happen between now and and June. But the increasing signs are that probably Luca and Donny might call it a day. And um, yeah, man, I'm not ready for it. And like you said, yes, this constant changing of the midfield doesn't. I, I don't think it sits well with the players. I don't sit it well. Uh, I don't think it sits well with how cohesive we can be in midfield, but especially with the amount of games we are going to play, um, I think it's going to just just work right, especially in keeping these guys fit. But um, I'm going to just uh, read up some comments here. Um, Ashik B says, even Modric's average game is better than half the players of the world. Fucks, I mean. Facts yeah like that's exactly
1: what i'm saying like it takes a lot for him to be bad like his average game is better than you know mostly anyone in la liga at at least you know Uh, even his most average game
0: that's the thing that's the thing you know like even back in the day people used to i mean they're they're kind of kind of a different profile but people used to pick with. Kevin De Bruyne and I used to tell them, you know, De Bruyne, yes, he he is the guy who gets uh, the stats right, you know, like he'll be on the score sheet or you know, like all or you know, like he'll be uh, putting up assists on the board. But as a player, like he's nowhere near rich, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, but yeah, man, that's that's the thing with. PL. I'm
1: pretty sure some people will fight you to death on that. Um. Mm-hmm. um De Bruyne is obviously a, like a world class player but uh, he's one of those players that I'm not sure that uh, you know he would be amazing in every single team and it happens yeah. uh, to some players and uh, at least like if I think about him joining us at least maybe if he was younger or if that was even a possibility I i'm not sure that he would be as good as he is with city you know and mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. if if he uh you know changed a club like he he played before city he was still you know really good he, that, that that's why the, they, spot, yeah. they got him right and uh yeah like uh still uh, I feel like uh, there's something missing about him like there is something that he has to prove prove right and Modric proved everything uh, in his career for me right?
0: for me the one thing that I have fought uh, Modric's side by uh, is the fact that whenever I see Kevin De Bruyne like yes the Premier League is a different story if you can pen 300, 400 million every now and then buy all the players you want you you buy a wing back it doesn't work you ship him out you buy the next one if you can kind of control the domain in the Premier League yes he can stand up but whenever whenever City has been in the tough position in the Champions League when the eyes of the world are actually on him I have seen him you know look, look sunken mm. like probably look disinterested probably look frustrated probably look like yeah I'm the main guy and these guys are not on my level at least that's what I've I've seen uh, whenever I've I've seen Kevin Lebruner in a in a tight situation honestly Uh, but yeah that's that's a different story and I I hope Steve is not listening in but (laughs) uh, that's just my honest opinion Uh, no
1: uh, I don't think it's that drastic at all like uh, I still think whenever he is on the pitch he's Almost always the best player there, and uh, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe even for for both of the teams some sometimes. And uh, like I did say that he maybe w- wouldn't you know fit or slide into every team, but I still think that he is you know above many 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 other players, uh, and maybe even one of the best in Europe right now not maybe he is one of the best in europe right mm-hmm. now i'm just saying that you know maybe he w- wouldn't fit us maybe he would maybe he would be incredible for us but if we're gonna compare luca and the Bruyne, i don't it's, think it's even compared uh, so. you
0: you just have to look at what luca did with croatia and what KDB did with belgium you know it's just yeah. Light at day, honestly, honestly, it's uh, it's not a conversation, not a conversation, and I'm sure, and I'm hundred percent sure, when these guys hang up their boots, you know, when people look back twenty years down the road, they're gonna put Modric above KDB. Facts, nobody's gonna argue with you, honestly. They'll uh, say, yeah, KDB was brilliant, but Modric would be to a me, tired of
1: that. I don't see why anyone would even, you know, co- compare.
0: At this moment in time, city is, city is a beast.
1: City is a beast that is unstoppable. Oh yeah, that, definitely. I mean, uh, but and, we did beat them last season, and we proved, you know, uh, being a beast, you know, isn't always uh, uh, everything, you know. And yeah. we we proved that multiple times last season. And uh, if uh, if we just just gonna talk about those two players, uh. Luka played like every minute that he could. City uh, subbed out their main player, or Bardiola yeah, did. Yeah, that was to show,
0: that was to show. Like that was, and for me, bro, yeah, thank you for reminding me that.
1: Five so, that was the telling Champions thing. Leagues, and the Ballon d'Or. End of conversation,
0: Enough said. like. Enough said, Enough said. But yeah, the, the subbing him out, I remember that, I remember that, you don't sub out KDB unless the guy thinks yo like he's not he's not in it you know like he's not up for it honestly and um,
1: at that point in time they were saying that he was being arrested if i'm remembering correctly for i think watford or something like that which was (laughs) hilarious you know let's not get let's just no not not even go into that yeah
0: but but the thing is the thing is, I, I don't know if you remember this, Doris. Mm. I don't know how many years ago this was exactly. But um there, there there is this meme, right? Like where like someone is trying to pull uh KDB off and he's shouting, Let me talk, let me talk you know, mm. like have you seen
1: it? Yeah,
0: yeah. of course I have. yeah, the meme. Which clearly yeah. goes to show he he's not a leader. He is not a leader and that just completely you know, uh flushes out the conversation. Like honestly, you know, like when you compare Modric, captain of Croatia, has been captain of 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 Real Madrid at times and and a very vocal leader. You know, all the time to um, all the time he's on the pitch. So even off the pitch. So yeah, man, that conversation is, is never gonna fly. But uh, yeah, a few more comments that we need to get into before we uh, kind of dip our feet into the attack tonight. Um Ashibi says Winnie is going back to his old habit of doing too much when in when in the box uh do what Judy Dench told Money Penny take the bloody shot.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess exactly. I
0: guess um it, it's a reference from um, Mission Impossible if I'm not mistaken. oh was it uh James Bond? Sorry, my not James Bond? Was it James Bond? I'm not, sure. I'm not sure I'm not sure I'm not sure um I I watch much more um independent cinema than than mainstream Ashik, I, I I I actually like to apologize but he also adds uh, Kamavinga doesn't give up when he loses the ball he'll chase and try to win the ball back the boy is a fighter that is the real method way fight till the end absolutely Kamavinga players like Kamavinga really really uh embodies the spirit man like honestly when you see Kamavinga you know yeah that's that's the kind of a guy you know like who would die for the shirt Kamavinga honestly his attitude is is such a huge plus such such a huge plus I still remember there was there was a point in time not just at our club but in all major clubs in in the top five leagues there used to be constant remarks where you know what like the guys from the older generation like they dealt with stuff that happened on the pitch different. But people like Kamavinga honestly, honestly, is a throwback. Is a is a is an absolute throwback. But um Ashik also goes to say KDB gets all this praise over Luka because he's in the Premier League, playing for a bunch of cheats. <laughs> but KDB is a fantastic player, no doubt. Yeah, the allegations have hasn't been proven yet, but um, I hope you know, like it, it, it happens, honestly, <laughs> from a neutral perspective, please. KDB had a slightly better team in Belgium on paper than Croatia, but look what Luka was able to do with Croatia at 33 and 37. Facts. KDB had a prime uh, Hazard in 2018 when Luka had an aging Mandzukic and Rakitic was also on his late prime. What did Luka do with that? Got Croatia to the final. Um, he also adds, Modish can be bought up in conversations with with Zidane facts, whereas KDB not so much unless Pep get his daddies from Emirates to pay everyone to change facts.
1: Perfectly said.
0: Perfectly said, I guess. Um, yeah, man. KDB, KDB can't be put up with Zizou. <laughs> Honestly, not like probably a tired, tired below. You know, um, who who should I like if? I don't know, man. Any name I say might sound harsh, but for me, KDB is like your Chabi Alonso. Chabi Alonso was so good, so, so good, like, so good. I, I don't understand why he doesn't get mentioned enough, but Chabi Alonso was different, really. I think he's more in that kind of an ilk rather than, you know, your Z-Zoos, uh, your Z-Cos, etc. But uh, he also, as Luca Toni and Cassie are probably the greatest modern David trio who complimented each other with perfect balance. Skyfall, yes, yes, Judi Dench. Yeah, I got that right, you know, like I've watched enough, not all James Bond movies, but uh, yeah, huge fan of the uh, P.S. Brosnan and uh, Daniel Craig era, for sure. Um, yeah, man, let's get into Vinny. Ashik gave us a segue for me. Usually, I'm the guy who maybe at times goes a little harsh on Vinny, right? But for me, tonight, um, I think the team did him no favours. Because if Vinny does something impulsive, does something incredible, that is the only way we're going to find a way through. Even, like, when Benzema is there, there is sort of... um, a correlation between them that enables our team to perform so much better. But when it's Rodrigo playing down the middle, yes, they can combine, but Rodrigo is not a striker, is not a natural striker, and I've said this so many times, he just is not natural center forward. You know, he can play off a natural, uh, a very seasoned center forward, like he can be an assist, but he just doesn't do enough uh, in my opinion. But we, before we actually get into what Doris thinks about Vinicius, uh, there's, there's like 15 out of you in the chat. Smash the like button, people. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe. And uh, yeah, check us out on audio platforms as well if you want to you know, listen to us on the go. But yeah, man, Doris, Vinicius, your thoughts? Frustrating at times, you know, like he does some mad stuff in games. So, so silky, man, so silky on the ball. Uh, his reverse chops are insane like you know the way he kind of changes direction at the last moment I don't think there is a way anybody can stop him when, when he's on it but that that final final uh, lack of decision making is, is what kind of brings down Vinicius most of the time and it did for large parts tonight
1: it did it really did uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone can really deny that Uh I mean he had so many chances that mostly he uh, was you know uh, uh, he was the one that should take the credit for uh, those chances and uh, <coughs> two uh, he had two one-on-ones with the goalkeeper and uh, I don't like that is one uh, one thing that Vinicius is known for he's having those one-on-ones with the goalkeeper and his finishing in those just has to get better and like those are yeah, uh yeah. for for some other players in europe or in the world those are clear goals like straight up goals but for him like i'm always looking at him like this you know and it shouldn't be like that he is one of the best players in the world and uh, his finishing just needs to be better. Cause today, uh, like them, that, that that was just at- at- atrocious. And uh, he did get a goal that was later rolled out. To me, it was offside immediately. I, I don't, I didn't know why uh, they even you know kept it going, like it already touched uh, Valverde. But yeah, anyway, um, uh, he did he did get a goal. Ruled off. He celebrated like Ronaldo with uh, a little <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that. Little uh, player, player, player. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
0: Vinicius, uh, yeah, for me, for me at least, right? Like when he's on it, he's unstoppable. Like everybody can see that. Like there is no one way to stop Vinicius because you can't. Because if you try to show him out wide, he'll beat you for pace. If you sh- try to show him inside, he'll just skin you for skills. So, Vinicius is that kind of player, that you just have to pray. You kind of can get into his head. And that, again, happened for for a bit at at, at like halftime. And I saw, like, Carlo getting so frustrated. Now I kind of feel like maybe all this is, you know, uh, all this is actually getting... uh, getting even even the coaching staff wound up because for large parts if you guys remember and who have been listening to us you know regularly um we have always voiced this opinion that Venetians probably need to focus on what goes on in the pitch and not you know get carried away by 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 silly silly quarrels you know like mid-game but uh that kind of really opened my eyes up because carlo was right in you know, the face of the referee asking him for explanation, you know, like asking for more 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 protection. uh um and and like he was he was clearly pissed off and I've never seen Carlo being that uh that man honestly. Like he's not bro,
1: his face I, was scary. Yeah. His face was scary, like uh and his eyes bro <laughs> I got scared. Like honestly <laughs> I got scared. Uh that that's not the same
0: expression when that guy the other guy was asking for gun right like it's it's a totally different version of call and
1: (laughs) for the thing that he uh, he was arguing for the uh, play that he was arguing uh, that was 1000% a foul I don't know what the referee was thinking Uh, I think he got uh, ruled as an out I think I'm not sure what happened but it wasn't for us and uh, if that's not a foul I don't know what is like uh, Vinicius does you know as we all know draw those kinds of fouls but in the rules of the game it's a foul and, uh, and the player was aggressive he uh, he he got through Vinicius uh, for the ball uh, actually hurting Vinicius and not Uh, getting a foul and yeah that is atrocious refrain uh, in my opinion but for Vinicius in general like uh, he like he is such a magical player but uh, that finish it and sometimes even like those passes are not uh, amazing like uh, I I meant the the crosses sorry and then he does uh, uh, an assist for Valerde and then I'm like, I'm like God damn it, Benny. like uh, choose how you're gonna play. Like uh, uh, like ev- every game, he seems to have like really shitty moments and I'm, excuse my language. He seems to have like really bad moments. And then sometimes, he, or or always he uh, redeems himself with something. And uh, he is obviously our like most um, important player. And to, Today, as always, every attack uh, seemed to be uh, through him, and uh, yeah, like what else can you say? Like uh, sometimes we say that he had a bad game or that he's playing badly, but uh, like he uh, he is our most important player, and everything is yeah. on him. He ha- he probably has the most touches in the game.
0: i I'll, I'll you, you know, know you, you know what like I'll go. As far as to say, without Vinny, Benzema is not winning the Ballon d'Or last season.
1: No. Like, no chance. No With chance.
0: What, he's not winning. No so, chance. Vinicius chance. Is, is, is too crucial, you know, like, uh, non-negotiable um, for us in our team. Whereby, if he doesn't have a good game, we don't have a good game, you know. Like, that's it. Period. Um, yeah. I, I remember, like, like, in the first 10 minutes, he should have had a goal. You know, like that, that, like uh, the Ceballos pass, um, which was like uh, a through ball, kind of in between the centre back and the wing back uh, of of Osasuna. Like he clearly bet the guy, and again, kind of one on one, but not as clear cut as the chance that he kind of choked on uh, later on in the game. Um, mm. But yeah. yeah, man, I think that's the that's the trade off, right? Like. For a guy as quick as him, for a guy who is as clever as him, he is bound to get more chances. And sometimes, the more chances you get, you you tend to kind of fluff a few. I mean, I think that is that is what we get uh, in return for having someone who is a constant threat. You know, like he can't always um, put it away. I mean. I can't find any other explanation. Some some players have just have that instinct uh, to finish, just like you know his uh, his compatriot Rodrigo, who has a much more natural eye for goal. But Vinicius, uh, the the scenario needs to be a a bit more ideal for him to you know find find the net. I feel like, but still, uh, man, the the outside of the football uh, for Fede. Was insane. Was He's insane, getting like.
1: so good at those. He's getting really mm. good at the outside. He the he, now
0: has a, he now has quite the reputation for outside the boot. Yeah, Bart, like passes like he he does it constantly. Yeah, you know, like it's
1: and uh, having look at the you know the master of those the maestro, <laughs> like uh, he will only get better at those and uh, almost every game we get a couple of those, and I'm pretty sure we will uh, get even more in the future. And uh, it it seems to me like uh, every game he seems to use uh, uh, that kind of pass for at least one cross. And uh, if if they keep coming like this, I'm pretty happy with uh, another skill unlocked or an achievement, you know, for uh, Vinicius this season and uh, even for Brazil like uh, he was uh, using those uh, quite a lot like uh, even against Croatia uh, he I think he had like one incredible outside of the boot uh, pass to his teammate yeah
0: Um, it's um, it's the variety of, of, of passes he can do with the outside of his boot like he can he can he can pin it like 40, 50 yards like a complete fucking diagonal. He can just put it on a plate for a for an incoming runner like like Fede. Before we get into Rodrigo, I want to get into Fede, man. Again, again, Carlo seems to be you know um, fueling this this guy um, like hell. Honestly, he he just he just has that knack, man. I I, I can't lie because Fede Fede when he actually if you start if you start watching the replay back again you kind of notice fede never kind of second guesses should i go for the run he's someone who gives it his all you saw that fede was when you, when you see that you're going to realize that fede making that run no matter what if mm-hmm. the ball reaches him if the ball doesn't reach him he's still making the run and that's what made the goal without that goal i don't think you know we are, we are we are getting anything out of tonight's game because the longer it stayed nil-nil, the more comfortable Osasuna gets. We were playing to Osasuna's tune rather than us dictating the game, which was so frustrating, man. Like, honestly, uh, there is a clear blueprint to actually frustrate us, and uh, we have to change that scenario. But yeah, like, that's for another day. Uh, But before we get into Ferry, there's some interesting, Comments from Ashik. Um, Ashik says playing Rodrigo in nine limits his abilities and takes him out of the game. Yeah, completely agree. Um, Rodrigo is not at nine. Vinny t- needs to filter out the noise. He uh, lets the crowd and the sledging get to him. He needs to have laser focus. Start taking Adderall <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Advocate for that, but yeah, man, Vinicius needs to, you know, like completely focus on what's going on in the pitch. Um, he he'll get there. I'm I'm pretty confident he's going to get there. You know, like if he's going to represent us for the good part of the next ten years or so, he has to. He has to, you know, uh, completely um, get rid of that aspect uh, of his game. Uh, he also says, but the refereeing uh, was second rate. Who who knows how much Barca paid um this ref facts <laughs> we probably have to you know uh bring up his bank statements but fortunately fortunately we might we might get to know what happens um before the end of the season i don't think barcelona is going to get uh penalized or anything but we'll at least know what the what the federation thinks about it mm. um just for the sake of it at least Ashik says, let's not forget that Vinny seems to score the one-on-ones when Benzema is on the pitch. Clearly, he needs his mentor. Yes, Benzema attracts so many defenders, uh, make people look behind their shoulder. When Vinicius is running on, uh, running through on goal on nights like this, um, the entire focus is on Vinny. And the, the only motive is to hack this guy down, and that's it, you know. If we nullify Vinicius, that that's that means Real it does nothing, um, you know. So it's as simple as that. Um, oh, Ashik goes, goes on to say uh, repeatedly, you know, you mean one of Ashik's adopted sons, Fede. You have too many adopted sons, um, Ashik. At this rate, you might have to start an actual school, you know. Um, he also goes to goes to say although Fede is very different from Fra- Francis Francis Koly. Francescoli uh, not a pinky <laughs> but he is definitely on his way to be the key player for Uruguay and Real Um I don't know who Francescoli is. My my bad. Uh, Doris, do you do you have any idea?
1: No, okay. I'm, I'm just I just saw that you had a, a difficult time to with the Dyslexia,
0: I guess. I yeah. Okay. It's not dyslexia. Come on.
1: Calm it on, is for on. me, <laughs> it is for me, but I still read it right. <laughs> I'm just, uh, enough, I'm much. just kidding.
0: Me. Right. Um, right, right, right. Um, yeah, let's, let's move on to Fede, Doris. Um, mm-hmm. We got sidetracked by the comments, but yeah, tell me your thoughts okay. on the guy who is breaking the 10 goal mark and, and, and yeah, passing with flying colors so far. Man seems to get everything right. He wasn't. He wasn't really good at, at the right right wing flank. You know, at least uh, he had to like like we discussed earlier, had to do a lot of cleaning uh, for Nacho. But when he moved onto the midfield, you saw what he brought to the table: energy, relentlessness, and 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 ruthlessness when it mattered.
1: Yeah. Uh, Fed back to his old self self, uh, even when he had to play uh, some defense, you know that that is what Feder does, and uh, uh, exactly why he's such a a beast. Like that dude is an engine, and uh, even when he moved to the midfield, uh, you know him getting the goal and you know uh, getting more than ten goals as promised, uh, like uh, only goes to uh show how uh how quality he is even last season we we saw uh we saw something in, in him and we just ran with it just we played him every game and we saw that even last season that he's just incredible and uh he he did have a blimp this season and uh, it i would say it kind of cost us even you know that uh yep. Blimp. Yep. mostly because we started to re- rely so much on uh, uh Federico there and uh yeah uh right now he is you know uh getting back to his old self and him scoring a beauty today you know uh and him you know celebrating uh, yep. as he Always does. Uh, I'm really hopeful that he is getting back to his old self, and uh, I'm actually pretty hopeful with uh, with his performance uh, against Liverpool. I think he will. Uh, I think he will probably be one of our best players uh, on Tuesday. At least that is my prediction.
0: He's bound to be, he's bound to be. Um, oh. If if you actually look at his track record, uh, Fede has the knack for turning up in big games. He mm. is a big game player. He is a big game player, and not only really a big game player, he's also a player that can mm. really turn mm. a game on its head, and uh, yeah, we saw that tonight, and like you said, I completely agree. When we kind of dry up on, on the goals that people like Fede offer, and let's not get it twisted. He is the sole uh, goal thread from somewhere in the midfield. You know, like mm. T- Tony and Luca doesn't get as many goals as as we like to, but it's not their game. Yeah. But Pede brings in the goals that kinda tilts the the, the tide in our favor in, in in nights like this. And I'm so happy for him. So happy for him. Um I only wish that he kind of keeps this up and leads us to another important trophy this season. Because in the Champions League, at least we'll need him massively. Um, and boy, oh boy, we, we saw that, you know, especially in the Club World Cup. And we are seeing it even tonight that goals give him that extra boost, you know, like like any other player. Like he gets so much more, so much more motivated when he sees that his... Uh, his all-in you know his all-in style sometimes kind of pays off you know for (laughs) if you if you've done gambling like i wouldn't advise gambling but but um you know right like when you kind of get back something you know like when you like um roll the dice essentially and it works out it, it is a different feeling and fede is reaping the rewards of both the management's trust the trust in himself that he that that he you know clearly clearly has and uh, yeah man the confidence of his players and how much the team kind of looks up to him to be sometimes the the difference maker you know and I think he benefits from the the spotlight being you know uh, hugged by Vinicius and and Benzema and probably at times Debo so much that you know like he can sometimes maybe go under the radar and and yeah do some magic and. Tonight, like I said earlier, if it wasn't for Fede's goal, um it would have been peak, honestly. And um, yeah, Arshik in the comments says uh Zidane modeled his game after Francis Coley. Um Zidane's idol, you do Francis Coley, it's worth the watch. Honestly, um I would like to apologize. I haven't heard of him before. <laughs> um I've, I've no idea uh, how I haven't. Um apparently he played for Torino. Um yeah. I would say that is uh that is not very good of me, but i'm gonna definitely look him up. He is a guy uh, before my generation, so yeah, always good to you know um know more about the game honestly but um yeah man rodrigo um had a good chance very good chance in the first half uh, beginning of the second half uh my bad beginning of the second half when we when he actually found a little bit of space to get a shot away which was yeah like wasn't far off but apart from that chance uh, I didn't think he had a good game uh, honestly and it is a recurring theme of stuff we have discussed before where he is not a natural centre forward you know uh, simple as he just doesn't have the positional sense to play the role yes he's nifty with his dribbling yes he can combine but sometimes as a as, as, uh, As a striker, you need to know when to pivot, when to come short, um, when to run in behind. Just basics, man. And when I see Rodrigo, he just doesn't know. He just is going off by instinct and probably relying on um, muscle memory to kind of recall. Oh, is Vinicius going to run behind or is he going to ask to come short? So it's always a game of guessing. Well, one not, of the
1: biggest playing. things that you have to consider with Rodrigo, uh, of, of course, he isn't a number nine. Uh, but uh, he, he, even what he is playing at that position, he just cannot play uh, as a usual striker, even if he wanted to. Like uh, he cannot join most of the aerials. You know, Karim is uh, always asking for those crosses so that he can the ball and Rodrigo just cannot do that you know and that uh, takes a very big element of being a number nine you know you already uh, you know lose one aspect uh, of uh, being a nine and uh, he does he he is the kind of player that likes to keep his uh, keep the ball at his feet and he's so good with his feet you know but uh, being a number nine is just not something that he can consistently do as we can see you know and uh, sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't when it does work is usually when uh, uh when he has that kind of day you know and uh today he he had one one shot where where it almost uh you know even looked like a like a, a An opportunity I I would say Uh, and most of like his other touches in the game weren't spectacular and uh, it is so nice to see that we that we wouldn't get to criticize our players this way because we're so used to uh, you know our standards being so high and for Rodrigo, it is so good that his his standards seem to be get, getting higher and higher, and it's actually good. a good nice. thing that, that we. It's actually a good thing that we're uh, talking about him, and I'm not saying that he that he is playing bad, but it's unfair to to him, you know, to be in that position, you know, even playing on the right wing is unfair to him, and sometimes. Uh, uh, we hear people say, and even some uh, some people on the panel think that uh, Rodrigo is better than Vinicius if he was, you know, given a chance to. I wouldn't that. Who was it that said that on, on the panel?
0: Probably, probably Yadu, or I, w- I don't I don't think father would say it, something like that. He's I'm
1: not sure, confident. but someone on the panel said that once that One said Rodrigo would would be better if he had. Consistent, maybe Jacob, you time. know, he's he, 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 yeah, he, he, maybe, 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 but yeah. Um, uh, for Rodrigo, as you, you we know, established the... you know, what yeah, yeah, go. Sorry
0: it. to cut you off, sorry to cut you off, Doris, because it, it, it is, uh, like uh, a segue into what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, at least, right? Like, if I envision Rodrigo playing down the left, yes. Against Elche, it was, And I saw the game, he was phenomenal. He was basically killing people left, right, and center. But um, in my honest opinion, I've watched the game long enough to know that if a guy like Rodrigo comes in to displace Vinicius, you know, you know like in a, in a hypothetical situation, he'll end up more or less like Vinicius because um, of predominantly two things. Uh, he has the pace, like Vinicius, not as much mm. pace, but he still can get in behind and, and skin people. But he'll be a little more predictable with you know him trying to get his feet thwarted, like Vinicius. And I think that'll completely stifle his game. When Rodrigo is now cutting in from the right, he completely has to rely on his senses completely has to improvise and that's why i feel like rodrigo looks insane you know where he's just instinctive um i think honestly right wing is uh, is a, is a blessing in disguise and i think he knows it himself that even though it doesn't favor um, his his weak foot much um playing it from the right kind of makes him a little more unpredictable and Make him play better. I feel like honestly, but um, we we might have to actually wait and see. But yeah, go on, Doris. Um,
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking
0: of the train of thought, but yeah, I don't know what I wanted to say about it. Let's get into some of the comments. Um, Ashik says uh, Zida. uh, Oh yeah, I read that. He says we have we have to tune the match in the champions league on wednesday against mid table waste of space uh, i'm not going to say anything about liverpool until uh the preview <laughs> on monday make sure you guys tune in for that we have Chris back um on the panel uh, it'll be it'll be a good uh, conversation like a follow up from uh our last conversation in june and let's see what he has to say honestly um and i saw liverpool uh against uh who was it, newcastle uh today and uh, yeah man Newcastle basically gave them a confidence booster and they look in really good nick i i shall say you know like and uh wasn't a happy watch i'll I'll just put it at that um he also says uh, rodrigo is playing out of position he's not even built for a striker position facts Um, Yeah, man. Alvar Rodrigo is more built for it, needs to beef up still, he's still very, very young. Rodrigo is a bit different from Vinny, but he is more calm and focused than Vinny. Well, yeah, he is calmer, but focus, I don't know, like they have their strengths and weaknesses in equal share. Um, Some days Vinny looks great, some days Rodrigo looks great, we need them both, you know. We we can't ask for much, you know, like and expect both of them to be firing on all cylinders every now and then. They are still relatively young, and uh, they'll only get more consistent as as uh, time goes on. But um, yeah, man. Moving on to the subs, Sensio. This man again again comes in clutch. He's the he's the guy who basically wriggles wriggles out of the press and gives the ball to Modric, and then Modric gives the ball to Vinny, which ends up in the first goal. and then scores the the the, the assist from Alvaro Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, man, lethal when we need him. Ascencio.
1: Yeah, uh, it is funny, you know, because we always talk about him. Uh, I mean, Asensio like we know him. He always called beggars, and uh, even though he, uh, it took a while for us, you, you know, to get that other goal or or to get the goal uh, in general Uh, Asensio was there as always and it's uh, funny uh, you know like the way we talk about him usually because he always seems to you know uh, actually be there and score the goals and uh, I understand because like uh, in some games that he starts he isn't as as good as he should be, you know. And uh, mm. people usually say because he's not a right winger or whatever, but uh, I don't think that even matters, you know. Like, uh, in general, you need to be better, you know. And uh, for the goals, uh, it's just a sense He scores goals, you know. And uh, uh, even this season, he uh, saved us. But uh, he did have that blunder recently against Mallorca that uh, maybe some people uh, are pretty clouded right now uh, about it. But uh, I, I think even the commentator was saying that uh, he will probably be starting against Liverpool and uh, he should be you know satisfied with his uh, performance today. And uh, if, if he's okay with staying on the bench, you know, and coming on for moments like like this, uh, you know, I would like staying and at Madrid at being a legend. You know, I don't think everything is in money and yeah. being in in you know the minutes and all that. Like I think uh, sometimes the best thing is being in the right team at the right time. You know, just like like s- scrape by. And if you're that good as you think you are, you will be good, right?
0: There was, right? There was a point in Asensio's uh, uh, career uh, with us, yeah. you know, especially after Cristiano left. Um, and then he got injured and such. But somewhere in between, there was a period where he thought that he was undervalued. He thought that his abilities wasn't, um, his abilities was, in fact, taken for granted. Was it, Given the recognition he deserved. Um at that stage, like yes, the management has has a role, but I feel like the coaching staff and him, um, especially with Carlo, I'm talking about the Carlo reign, yeah. Like Zidane's reign, yes, he was in and out, but Zidane had rifts with so many players. So <laughs> he's uh he's an enigma, you know. Like you can't you can't fuck with Zidane. Like let's let's put it that way. But With Carlo, um, I feel like he was kind of in a zone where he felt like he wasn't getting the opportunities he deserved and Carlo was right for for large parts, but this sudden rebirth or this sudden um, rise to importance of Asensio, I think is predominantly based on the self-realization that yes, Other clubs outside, you know, might have greener pastures, but it wouldn't come with the same recognition as wearing this white shirt or the same glory that uh, this white shirt um, offers to, you know, their players. So, I think how this season ends up and how vital he'll be, like if he goes on to have a very good season, contrary to popular belief I think his agent and himself would settle for some sort of a rotational role off the bench bench when we need him just like Ceballos because these players are invaluable
1: people just I really hope so Uh, for both of them for both of them and how often do we have to mention to some I don't like I don't understand these fans and I've mentioned this before, especially with uh, Asensio and uh, Ceballos, like those are our Spanish players. And uh, this se- season we had a, a pretty embarrassing, uh, you know, moment where we fielded, uh, you know, zero Spanish pl- players in our uh, team. That's embarrassing, you know. Let's keep it real. And uh, I don't under- understand these fans these days, you know. Uh, every player that they dream of getting is not Spanish not one of them maybe Paul Torres maybe you know I I've seen some people mention Paul him Torres we to... mention him all the time here but uh, yeah. most fans always uh, speak about foreigners you know and uh, I, I feel like uh, like we we're, we're gonna lose the soul of this team. You know, and so I think
0: they... the club also can't 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 act out of its uh, interest because there is a Spanish quota, right? There is an mm-hmm. EU quota, not EU quota as well. So they have to meet all of that, and yeah, like you, like you said, like it is it is kind of uh, surprising to you know like have seen that that happen, you know, where uh, a didn't have a single mm-hmm. Spanish national, but there is more to it than that, right? Like books, definitely like. Asensio and Ceballos doesn't make the make the squad just because of the Spanish quota, but they really bring uh, very needed individual qualities to the table. Yeah, right? like and uh,
1: and it would be I'll, like I would understand if those players were ass, but they're not. Yeah. Like those are both of those players are quality players, and uh, I understand for Asensio, you, you know, a lot of people don't like him and think he's inconsistent which he is uh, but uh, yeah he's still like a really good player and last season some people mocked me for saying that uh, but yeah Asensio is still a really good player and with Ceballos this season being so good I don't understand people even I, wanting I, to. Think haters,
0: Doris, I think the haters I think the hatred stems from the fact that he said something about Barcelona But he is human at the end of the day. Yes, that is something... That didn't start
1: then. Like, uh, let's not pretend that people started that then. And uh, this isn't the first season that people are acting like this. How how many times have people whistled him? Our fans have whistled him on the pitch. I mean, he did have a few moments where he, you know, showed everyone to stop. But, yeah, so, like... I would hate for this to happen to any of our spanish players and i don't understand like why they chose them like uh, not every team has every player to be a superstar like madrid is one of those teams and uh, even with ceballos and asensio they uh, they can very well fit in uh, in a team of superstars not them being the superstars but they are a pretty good glue that i would like to uh, keep in the co- in the club yeah
0: absolutely facts i i really like that uh that last analogy i mean yes mm-hmm. like players like this um are invaluable because um it's very hard to convince players that not See, there is S tier players as A tier players, right? Like mm-hmm. Sabios and Essentio might be A tier players, and it's very hard to convince A tier players to not ditch, you know, clubs and move on to uh places where they might get more game time. It's very difficult. So yeah, we have to navigate this very, very carefully because we need guys like them. Because if you actually go out into the market and try to get someone of Sabios's caliber or Essencio's caliber, it'll be a grand total of like around 80 million at the least. That is the best case scenario in this market. And we can't afford it, honestly. We need to move towards someone like Harlan or Mbappe, you know, ASAP. So yeah, man. Um, Asensio, really good performance. Really, really reassuring is his place uh, in this squad yet again. Yeah. Um, who was the other substitute before we get into Alvaro? Am I missing someone else, uh, Doris, that we need to discuss?
1: Carajal, I guess.
0: Yeah, Karahal. Nothing. Uh, not much to say,
1: yeah, we could skip that one. Not much to say, but...
0: to see him out on the pitch, you know, like he's yeah, starting... Uh, but he is,
1: be. it is interesting, like, uh, a couple of days ago, we did say, uh, when Carajal is back in the squad, he plays every time, you know. And even uh, against Liverpool, uh, I think he will probably start, which is you, you know something that uh, seems to happen, especially with Ancelotti. And uh, it you seems that every him team him. that we had, uh, we always rely on Ceballos to be our only and main uh, right back. Carvajal,
0: you said uh, like
1: Ceballos. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. Carvajal.
0: Right, yeah, let's move on to um, Alvaro then. Yeah, that's it, right? Alvaro is the like it, yeah. only guy we need to touch upon. And yeah, man, what a performance, honestly. Should I have had two assists? I I had read about him that he he has been having a brilliant under-20 uh, World Cup with Uruguay. I've read stuff like he looks up so much to Fede, you know. Uh, I also read the other day that his father came on and said, you know, um, Fede is like his... Second dad, basically, you know, he he has his uh, walk dad, you know, like he takes care of him and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, man, brilliant to see. I've I've like I've seen a few of his goals, but I just can't uh, recall many of them. Like I've seen yeah. uh, a few uh, bits of his his play here and there. Uh, six foot four, uh, you know, like he has the he has the height. He has the lanky, you know legs to actually be quick um which you saw on the goal that got rolled off he he's he's really really you know quick um and very keen on making an uh, an impression um honestly uh yeah man your thoughts 18 year old
1: i mean know, yeah. uh he got two assists it was actually one but let's say he Got two assists and on Google it said that he played two minutes, which uh, I mean for coming off, uh, for coming on uh, for the first time and you know getting two assists uh, that quickly in La Liga. Uh, I mean what a performance! And even the, a, a couple weeks ago with uh, Mario Martin, like we saw uh, the same scenario uh, happen. Uh, sorry, that, not Martini, it was Hugo, uh, right? Uh, I yeah, there. yeah. Uh, I Mario there. Martin,
0: Mario Martin, Mario
1: Martin. No, I don't think he's good. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was uh, a Castilla player, and uh, it is kind of funny seeing the uh, reaction every time from uh, Ancelotti. Because he is happy, but I'm sure he's thinking, why am I not playing this, uh, these players? Like, I mean, they are right there. And uh, he he did get two minutes, and uh, he really used those two minutes. And same for the uh, other uh, game for the other player. Like, uh, I'm excited to see what's about to come, but I cannot trust Ancelotti uh, to play play him ever you know and uh, even uh, with him having a performance like this I don't think uh, Angelotti will really uh, or actually use him or at least not above uh, Mariano I'm pretty sure about that you know and uh, there is a you know a steep uh, hill to climb uh, on, in that position even though it doesn't seem like it like we always uh, ask for a replacement for Benzema but then we have to Look that Mariano is there, and uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, no one would let a Castilla player uh, play over uh, a hundred million euro player, uh, which is so damn sad. And uh, even now, like uh, Mariano wasn't uh, available. Finally, when we need him, you know, when uh, Benzema isn't there to carry the the team as he always does in the offense, Mar uh, Mariano again isn't there, and when and when he is, we are trying to console ourselves like he is playing okay. He he did this okay, like he played. Odd, Come on, if he
0: gets game time, he is, he is okay. If so, he, he gets so
1: game time, la, la, la. but this is Real Madrid, no time for that. No, but it is like uh, he isn't the only player in a team that doesn't get the uh, game time. But, yeah, uh, I yeah, yeah. uh, uh, at least I'm oh, happy that, that he's enjoying world. his uh game, his time here, yeah. yeah. But uh, from and the performances time. he's had, uh, I don't know, I I don't think he was good enough uh, when he played for us. And uh, this season, I think his hair is. Let letting him down a little bit in aerials. No, no, I'm I'm actually serious about that. Cause he uh, he missed two absolute sitters when he played. But
0: yeah, against Mallorca, right? I remember one was against Mallorca. Wasn't a sitter. It was a good chance, but I don't know, man. let
1: look at the uh, uh, the chance back, please, and look at where the ball hits him. If he didn't have that ponytail on on his head, I'm telling you. He did. <laughs> What if
0: let's 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 it was let's a knuckleball
1: it was a knuckleball
0: we should be talking about the uh the uh-huh. initiative that this young eighteen year old kid showed you know like he yeah. came from the Jerome academy he's not exactly let's be
1: serious here yeah uh but <laughs> uh obviously Alara was uh incredible for play two minutes on the two minutes and two assists. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, obviously, I think everyone will uh, ask themselves uh, why is he not playing more. But uh, when you look at our schedule, when is he supposed to play even? You know, mm. even even with this game, we weren't con- con- confident in uh, putting him on the pitch earlier. And, if, uh, if a guy
0: like Harry Musk, who is, like, in everybody's opinion, even in my opinion, like. Um, on a different pedestal compared to guys like uh, Alvaro Rodriguez, like in in terms of progression, you know, through throughout uh, Castilla, like he can't get game time. So- Agivas is
1: definitely, I think everyone's top one uh, for Ancelotti. What the hell are you not playing him, or at least have him on the squad, like sub him in sometimes. But uh, I I don't know if they're valuing Castilla over this or what's happening here but i don't think it's working out for anyone but because it's uh, uh it's time for him to leave castilla you know when you get players like like that Ca- castilla isn't uh, a team that you know uh is gonna win you things it is uh, a team that can finally get to a, a secunda
0: but, yeah sorry, uh, ultimately when he gets to
1: like 20, 21, 22 like, yeah like he's in my opinion, like, old enough to leave that. yeah either
0: you're good enough or you're not right yeah. like if you're not you, you should be don't yeah. out to maybe progressively develop right? yeah. like, and for this season
1: it is good that uh, he's staying because they have a real chance, uh, chance at the promotion but uh, in general he he needs to leave and I'm pretty sure like uh, I mean it will be a real surprise if our board uh, doesn't do something in the summer ab- about that. I really do. Mm-hmm.
0: Ashik says, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> you just <laughs> made my day with I that saw- what I do. statement. <laughs> I bow to you for that. We are not worthy." <laughs> <laughs> right. He also but says that's true. The
1: yeah, it's true. The Hello, Javier, well,
0: then, Javier is in the chat. So. Yeah, hi Javier. Um, yeah, man, hope you hope you enjoy the game. Man. Uh, yeah, hope hope the Wi-Fi is doing well as well. Uh, it's important, but uh, Ashik also says, um, always love it when our Fabrica or uh, Castilla boys are talked about. Are you saying Alvaro is my grandson if Fede is my is his second down, that, that's just complicated shit, man. Like, I don't have the uh, capacity to break that down now. Uh, he, sa- he also says, that's the fabric away. Show up for 30 seconds and score. Play for two minutes and two assists. That's how uh, you throw. Facts. Facts. Like, these guys have been showing tremendous, tremendous speed. Um, Honestly. Honestly. Like, the goal, we saw that uh, what Adiba scored um, against Al-Ali. Like, Normal players, they just go for the shot or a slightly better player, they uh, maybe take a touch and then go for a shot. Me personally, (laughs) even when I play FIFA, I take one touch, take a shot. That's it. He took three or four touches. That just shows the amount of composure that uh, guys like Aribas has. And uh, yeah, man, I've I've only heard good things about Raul uh, in the Castilla and uh, you know, Mm. You, you just might see him you know coaching the main team and we all know you know what Zidane did and if Raul can do at least a portion of it you know it, it'll be it'll be something insane but um, yeah I guess that's pretty much it man um, a few bits to actually mention before we actually go there's like twenty of you in the chat. Uh, If you're new here, don't forget to uh, subscribe and turn on the notification bell on so that you guys know when we actually go live and uh, yeah, smash the like button man. it helps with the algorithm. It actually helps a long way um, in us um, getting to 1K, which has been the objective of this season. Hope we actually get it over the line before the season ends. yeah, one one K is is, is is the land, landmark for 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 this season, and also we are uh, available on all audio platforms. Um, you you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you know, like all audio podcasts uh, out there. You know, like if you actually want to uh, listen to us on the go, and uh, yeah, uh, do check out our. Uh, us on Instagram, Real Madrid committee, their link is in the description below. Um, They're on a brilliant fan page uh for real material as well. Um yeah man also keep your eyes peeled for the big Liverpool preview hopefully uh, Monday 2 pm EST 7 pm UK time um not sure about the Madrid time um I forgot to do the conversion but yeah 2 pm EST if if you guys not if you guys are not familiar it's like one hour, um, you know, uh, ahead of our usual preview times, you know, but yeah, man, it'll be it'll be great. Really, really looking forward to you know, like cooking Grizz um, and continuing the conversation from June. I hope to have had more chest out, you know, but since Liverpool is kind of on the ascendancy and we are kind of back to you know maybe playing well, um, it's not ideal, you know. Like I, I wish we. Where you know, top of La Liga and we're actually flying, but as things stand, we should be clearly beating Liverpool and uh, I'll make sure that he gets to know that and I'm pretty sure he knows that as well. But, yeah, man, looking for a very interesting conversation on Monday. And, uh, yeah, man, any final thoughts, Doris?
1: Not really. Not really. <laughs> to be quite honest, Rajid, not
0: you really. Yeah. You
1: could ask Mariano to get a haircut, man. Please, Mariano Diaz, I'm <laughs> begging you, please get a haircut. If if it's going to hinder your game, I don't think it's, uh, it's good to have that on your head. And also, I would give it a 3 out of 10, or maybe a 2 out of 10. I don't know about that, well, yeah. but yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's jokes, but uh, today I'm happy with the performance. It was a really, really rough game. And uh, like I said, like we can always expect those. And uh, it seems like season from season it's getting uh, rough and uh, more, m- more and more rough, uh, at least for Vinicius. And uh, uh, right now he is, uh, you know, seeing through some difficult times and uh he is still one of our star players and our players seem to be getting back and there there is uh there isn't much to be uh sad about only to be uh happy about you know
0: yeah thanks absolutely um um i'm happy that you know we got to navigate uh such a tough mm-hmm. away trip let's not get it twisted also sooner away el sadar the stadium the fans mm-hmm. The atmosphere you know it's 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 a it's not one of the biggest stadiums in the world it's like only like maybe 30 30k capacity but boy oh boy they can they can really get under your skin and uh, yeah man i i truly believe that this performance is gonna go a long long way uh you know uh in how we show up against liverpool but uh yeah i guess that's pretty much it man um hope we hope we can actually you know like build some sort of momentum um away at Liverpool and come back with some sort of a you know a lead you know to 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 actually build upon. Um I hope Cruz actually actually makes the squad. Um, I, I think I read Carlos said he might make it. Chuamane is definitely making it Carvajal is back. So it is a bit more relaxed. So the only miss probably would be Mendy. So yeah man apart from that uh i think we should be we should be good um javier also says yeah this was the necessary moral boost. ashik says officially the second greatest squad after luca with the hairdo edition yeah a lot of fans for doris as usual <laughs> but one to make it and feel javier fingers crossed fingers crossed yeah. but until next time Ala Madrid.
1: Ala